Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. When four friends from college reunite, there's a party, an affair, and almost a wedding. We're talking episode one, season one of Four Weddings and a Funeral. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Hey, AfterBuzzers! Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are watching Four Weddings and a Funeral after show here at AfterBuzz TV. Hi! Hey. I am so excited. I am joined by my two co-hosts. My name is Nikki Bailey. My co-hosts are the amazing... Hey guys, it's Marielle Turner. And... And I'm Eric Sinsley. Woohoo! Alright, guys, we are going to talk about these characters. We're going to get into the nitty-gritty of each one. We're going to talk about the wedding that wasn't. And we're going to go over our top three something. We're going to leave that as a surprise. Ooh. And of course, then, we're going to talk about our predictions for the next episodes. Are you guys ready to start... Let's we are it. ready. Heck yeah. Okay, so Marielle. Mm-hmm. Marielle. Overall impressions. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought that it was really cute and it was funny. I thought the acting was really great. There were a few cliche moments, um, but overall, I definitely liked it. I'm looking forward to the next episodes. Mm-hmm. Eric? Ditto, and I thought that they really nailed the cussing and cursing at the beginning of the episode. I thought that was very on point and... I'm excited to see uh, what we get into. Me too. This this is Four Weddings and a Funeral is one of my favorite movies from what was that the '90s? I guess mm-hmm. Hugh Grant and I think Helena Bonham Carter, and it's so hilarious. And the movie starts with all of them late for a wedding and just the word the F word for like three minutes all over the place. So <laughs> I'm really glad that they kept that yeah. in the first episode because yeah. that was one of my that's literally my favorite part of the of the movie. So. So let's actually get into these characters. Okay, so let's start with Maya. What do we know about her so far from, from episode one? What 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 stood out for you? Well, she's the communications director for a senator named Ted, and she is dating him, and he is... Married. Okay, Eric was all <laughs> polite about it. Dating him. He, she's a mistress. She's a mistress. She is she's a, a mistress. She's a straight up mistress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that they made the main character a mistress. Um, because, you know, normally people hate mistresses and side chicks. But I kind of like that um, she seems to be very relatable and that she's not perfect. Yes. You know, yes. she yeah. has a lot going on. She's trying to juggle work, and this relationship that really isn't the best for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even later in the episode, we see that she kind of messes things up at yeah. a certain wedding, and I, I like that she isn't perfect. I do, too. I, and I also like that she understands that this is not a good situation. Like, she even says, I don't think you're going to leave your wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's never going to happen. And so I'm always interested when... 
you see like that affair relationship. I'm like, girl, don't you know? Yeah. He's not leaving his wife for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I was first of all surprised that she had that awareness for herself, but then surprised that he actually did. Yeah, I didn't see that coming. Um, but I think once you factor in that Maya wasn't the only mm. one, it makes more sense yes. why he left. Yes. So let's break that down. Break it down. Okay. So, Maya is having an affair with Ted, who is a congressman running for Senate. Bust how Ted is also having an affair with some chick named Kaylee. So, Ted is messy. Mm-hmm. And now, so, you know, we don't know what's going to happen with Maya and her job, but what did you think of the interaction of, um, so Maya and Cash meet at the airport. Let's talk about that meet cute. Because obviously there's something there. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's going to be a big deal for the series. What do we think about the way they met? What it? What? Like what? Ugh. I loved it. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna start because I thought it was adorable and cute. Totally cliche. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Because usually, you know, the meet cute where like they hate each other at first, but then they like whatever. But like, <laughs> yeah. But I thought it was cute. I th- I think Cash is adorable. And I loved, I thought they had such great chemistry, and I bought it. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that they were at an airport, that just kind of added to the cliché-ness for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know totally. about you. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree with you that I absolutely loved it. Like, I'm a sucker for corny, romantic things like that. Like, a really cute, cute meet cute. Um, and I thought they had, like, a great little vibe, and... I don't know. I mean, I think a lot of the things that people would say, like, this is just so horribly cliche. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I love it. Um, Because I'm just a rom-com freak. So I thought it was adorable. Yeah, I think that, you know, you said it when we talked about overviews, like, sort of our, there's a lot of cliche in this, in the show. So one of the things was, so not only was their meet cute, you know, a cliche, but even the fact that Cash, well, we're not talking about him yet. But I love that Maya loves my Mamma Mia. Yes. Have you guys seen Mamma Mia? Of course. I actually have not seen it. <gasps> I know, and I love musicals. Have you seen the play? No. And you I haven't have, seen the okay. movie either? Mm-mm. No, Your I know. Your assignment for next week, you need to watch yes. Mamma Mia. I will. Yes. I will make sure I get it All done. All right, we're going to hold her accountable for that, okay? <laughs> but I loved I loved that that they had this cute thing. I thought their conversation was way too deep for a first yeah, conversation. Yeah, I mean, they both bonded over the fact that their mothers had passed away. So I I do think that was going deep real quick, you know. <laughs> yeah, the whole and the whole like you ever feel like you've just gone down the wrong path in life? Yeah, it was a lot for someone you literally just met yeah. 30 minutes ago. Yeah. It's a lot to like but you see that's why they have that connection. That special connection. Mm-hmm. You're that's so right. Connection. Because it appeals to it appeals to the part of the brain mostly a lot for women. Mm-hmm. The part of the brain that has rom-com movie syndrome right yep. like we all have we grow up on these movies and we all have this one day it'll happen to me <laughs> and so I love that it played with that for us and that um, we're getting we're getting what we want from a romantic comedy yeah, yeah? I 100% agree with you but okay. do you think it was love at first sight or I personally felt it was a little lust at first sight mm. what do you I mean What did you guys I think was some lust, but I think what the, I think the thing that connected them though was 
the I think the first real connection they had was about their moms mm-hmm. dying, mm-hmm. and then he confided that he didn't want to be an act that he didn't want to be the the account exec that he is. And I think that that sort of showing vulnerability mm-hmm. in that you know Brene Brown kind of way. You guys know Brene Brown. She does. She's this like social worker who has these really famous TED Talks on vulnerability. Go watch them. They're so good. But (laughs) what she says is the way that people make connection is to be vulnerable with each other. And so that's what we saw in the airport, which I thought was delightful and cute. Yeah, I thought thought it was chemistry at first sight. Mm -hmm. You know, they just had like a good chemistry. It flowed. There was no like forcing. It was very natural. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, before we move on to our talking about our next character, Craig, yeah. Eric. We want to thank you guys so much for always watching us and making us the ESPN of TV talk. But for us to continue to grow, we could really use your help, and we really appreciate you guys. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please, please give us a five-star rating. But no matter where you are, leave us a comment. We love to engage with you guys. And we love to get you guys involved in the conversation. Being a part of After Buzz TV has meant so much to all of us. And we truly appreciate your, you supporting us and doing what we love most. So thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to we finished talking about Maya, who was played by Natalie Emmanuel from Game of Thrones. Beautiful. Loved yes. it. Yes. So Craig, who's played by Brandon Michael Smith, who I don't know from anything else, but... What did we think of Craig? What did we know about him? What did we think about him? What did we like? What didn't we like? Well, the first thing we saw was his butt. So what did you guys think of that? (laughs) (laughs) That's how he was introduced. I had no problems with the butt. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was great. I... First, I was thinking this seems a little stereotypical just because it's like, oh, okay, it's black guy, he only likes sports or whatever it is. Um, But I think they were able to get into his character a little bit more and you kind of see, especially as he finds out that he has a daughter, that there's a lot more layers to him than just like the cool sports guy. Mm -hmm. So, I think him having a kid is another cliche that they, that, you know, the black guy has a kid, isn't into sports, whatever. But we're going to let you have this one for weddings because we're so far and ple- we're pleased, I think, so far. I thought, um, I was actually more interested in Craig's girlfriend than in Craig himself. His girlfriend was Zara. Mm-hmm. And the way she says his name, number one, makes me scream. Craig? Craig. 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 Um, <laughs> Gotta work on these accents, God, guys. Hopefully yes. we don't have a lot of people from London <laughs> and yeah. the UK watching no, us. I do a really good English oh, accent. You really oh, do. I do. You do. I had, um, I had a British roommate at university. So. Oh, okay. University. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but we know, we know these four, you know, the four friends they met in college, and we know that that Brandon is moving into a new place, and he's asking his girlfriend, Zara, to move in with him. We don't know tons yet, except that Craig is still in London while Maya was in New York. And Craig is having a conversation. He starts having a conversation with Duffy. So, obviously, they're still really close. Mm-hmm. So, And I, I'm looking forward to seeing more of what Craig has to offer. I mean, I don't think we got to get into him too much. But we don't know for sure if that is actually his child. We don't. That's true. Because he got a random Facebook message. From Julia Smith. Mm. Smith is a real common name, Julia. Yeah, yeah. Julia Smith. That could know be, you. That could yeah. be a catfish. That, yeah, she's right. getting catfished for sure. Right. For sure. And so, I, but, but I love how 
tender he was about the idea of having a daughter. Yeah, I liked that he, I mean, I'm sure at first he was freaked out, but then when we did the time jump, you know, he's going to watch Molly, and he seems like he really cares about her, and he wants to be involved in her life. So I'm a little scared for him, actually, because, like you said, we don't know if Molly is his actual kid, and so for him to get that invested without at least a paternity test. Yeah, and he's (laughs) never actually met her. He just watches her on Saturdays. But it was so darling to me when he, like, was so proud of her when she won the gold, when she got the yeah. gold. He's like, like that's my kid. That's <laughs> my kid. And he doesn't even know her yet. So whether Molly, we found out her name is Molly, whether Molly is actually Craig's daughter, Craig seems like good peoples. Yeah. Should we talk about the necklace, or should we... <gasps> oh, we gotta talk about the necklace. First of all, oh, let's also talk about the fact that Craig has not told Zara yet yes. about this potential kid. And he's yeah. known for... A, a year. A year. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about this relationship. I I see it going downhill. <laughs> well, I think Zara is kind of vapid. Like, yes. Very. So, I mean, the dress that she wore to the wedding. The I pink mean, leopard? The pink leopard. Yes. With the Pippa Middleton hat. What? She well, seems very superficial. Yeah. Yeah, and I loved I loved when she was making her inst- or her YouTube video about she switched it up from, from hair to cooking and she's live on in, on YouTube, or it might have been Instagram. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, Craig walks in and says, "What's that smell? Did you fart?" <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my favorite line of tonight's that episode like, from Craig. Yeah, every influencer's nightmare is to have someone accuse you of farting while you're live. I guess. <laughs> she was live. She yeah. was live. And then when she found the necklace, mm-hmm. you know, she was immediately thinking like. My name does not start with an M, mm-hmm. so and, Craig I mean, must be cheating. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not at predictions yet. We will talk predictions, but remind me to talk about my prediction with the necklace. Okay. All right. All right. Are we ready to move on to the duster? Yes. Let's do it. it. I don't know if we will get to a point in the series where Duffy will be called the duster, but on this show, (laughs) we call him the duster. (laughs) Duffy... Uh, Duffy, played by uh, by John Reynolds. He's a teacher and a writer. And we see him, the first time we see him, he's opening mail in front of his class. Mm-hmm. I love, first of all, the kids in his class helped him with his submissions. Did you guys ever have a teacher like that who was, like, really not about the business of teaching? But, like, no? No, no yeah. My teachers were, like... To the Cutthroat? Book. Yeah. Did, have you? I had a teacher who was, they weren't, they weren't, it's not like they didn't care, but it was like, they weren't 100% present. You know what I mean? And so, but she, but weren't, they weren't as friendly. She wasn't as friendly as Duffy was with his students. And I thought that was absolutely adorable with little Augie and, um, and the other kids. Uh, and he, his book <laughs> got rejected from Penguin Publishing. So obviously he wants to be a writer and not a teacher. Mm-hmm. Yes. You see that. Mm-hmm. We also find out that Duffy has a little crush on somebody. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) So Duffy's been in love with Maya for ten years? Ten Mm -hmm. years. What? And hasn't said a thing. Hasn't said a thing. But he was scripting it all out. He, He was about to reveal what he wanted to say to her. At totally. that party. Yeah. yeah. And I loved the way he was going to do it. So We're going to get into the to the party in a minute. But he had his whole thing ready. He, was, he had his big gesture. Um, he's. 
I love that he seems to be very sensitive, mm-hmm. obviously creative, because he's a writer. And he very much reminds me of the rom-com cliche of, like, the best friend that's in love with the girl. Absolutely. Very, like... The, goof, the goofy Yeah, group. the goofy. Like, you know, very pretty in pink, mm-hmm. and the girl likes the jerk jock guy and right. not the best friend. He reminds me of that character a lot. Um, so I do want to see a little bit more to him so that he's not pigeonholed. But he seems very sweet and he's all about Maya. So I love that. I agree. Uh, and I love that um, that that when Craig was giving Duffy his prep talk about you know telling Maya how he felt... He's like, you're not a geek in the dorm anymore. And Duffy's like, no, I actually still live in a dorm. Because obviously it looks like he's like the the RA or something. Right. Yeah. Like the, 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 the dorm dad for the kids at the school. So I'm looking forward to seeing more from Duffy as well. Likewise. I can't wait. Awesome. All right. Ainsley. Ainsley is their, uh, the, the fourth friend. And she, it's her birthday. And so Maya's going out to London for Ainsley's birthday party first impressions of Ainsley what do we know about her what do we like what don't we like well she's beautiful first first and foremost but I don't think she revealed to us tonight what her actual job was and I think that will tell us a lot about her moving forwards mm-hmm. yeah um I think initial impression I didn't I don't know I was very neutral on her I didn't really have like a strong opinion because I felt like we didn't see that much of her personality. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was at the airport yes. where she picked up Maya, where I was like, this is a great friend. Mm-hmm. The fact that she had those cue cards, and they were just so cute. And I think it's so important to support your friends when they're going through something. And for her to do all of that for Maya says a lot about her character, I think. I agree. She's obviously a ride-or-die homie for her girl. Um, the whole cards at the airport. First of all, the whole thing was love, actually. You guys caught that reference, right? Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) it's the love, actually thing. Not just the cards, but even that she did it at the airport. All love, actually. very. Which is my favorite movie for Christmas time. Love it. Yes. Okay, so I have a rule, though. I can't watch it until Thanksgiving. Really? I I feel like we all have those friends who say... I told you so. Mm-hmm. And when you're in that moment of whatever the circumstances, you just want to yeah. pop them. <laughs> so I think we would all like a friend who would just maybe put it on a sign. Yeah. Right. I don't want right. to hear you say it, but I will see you say it. Yeah. Right. It's a lot easier. It's a lot easier. Yeah, it's a, little, it's a, it's a smaller pill to swallow mm-hmm. than, you know. And then I love that the little old lady behind them yes. thought that, <laughs> that she had proposed. Yeah. Yes. And then they played it up a little. Mm-hmm. I just, little I love boot, that. A whole little booty scene. grab. Booty grab. Yeah. 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 So I think the thing that was revealed most about Ainsley, though, is who uh, about who she is now is her new best friend, Gemma. Hmm. And I feel like it's really interesting. First of all, Gemma is wealthy, obviously, and is married to wealthy. And Ainsley obviously lives across the street. So Ainsley must be doing well professionally because she's yes. got some money there. And so I thought Gemma, she stole the show for me. Really? Gemma, I think she's going to be one of my favorite characters. We all love a good BA. You, guys know <laughs> that, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Or maybe I should say HBIC. I think she thinks of herself yes. as an HBIC. Oh, she's totally. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that that term had transferred. HBIC. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gemma may have invented that word. Yeah. I think Gemma is hilarious. I think she is totally over the top. I love that she says 
completely unsolicited to Maya, I love my child too much to work. Yeah. Oh, God. And yet her child's at boarding school, we find out. So, right. <laughs> yeah. I think she's great. I think that her whole, you know, I, what I wrote in my notes was Maya versus Gemma. Who will win Aisley's heart? Mm. <laughs> <So>. Yes. <laughs> it is like the battle of the best friends. Yep. Um I found her to be so annoying, but I think that is the purpose of her character. Mm -hmm. Like, she's supposed to be that person that you may not like in real life. Um, And I thought it was really interesting that she started singing at the wedding. I mean, we get to talk about it a little bit later, Mm -hmm. but that moment was just very odd to me. It was odd, and it was also, I also feel like, I feel like Gemma... Uh, definitely is another rom-com cliche mm-hmm. that you know obviously we love and also hate but um <laughs> but what I what it reminded me of was in Bridesmaids yes Helen yeah that's right? what I was about to say mm-hmm. to, yep so I think she that is Helen she is totally Helen and I think and we now see that Maya is sort of in a Kristen Wiggy kind of situation mm-hmm. because she's gonna lose her job she's losing her job because of what happened with Ted or, or I guess she doesn't have to lose her job. Yeah, it seems kind of it's up in the up air. Up in the air. It's going to happen. But now. it would be interesting to see. Like, her life's about to start to crumble, and now Gemma's going to, you know, rise up in the Ainsley friendship hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's It'll definitely be interesting to see that um, kind of play out, because as much as this is about romantic relationships, I also feel like it's very much about, just like the movie, very mm-hmm. much about the friendships, the friendships and yeah. how that they navigate that. So that'll be really interesting to see that play out. I think it'll be really interesting. I think we might at some point need to create like a chart mm-hmm. to show all of relationships. Mm-hmm. And because I think what we're going to find out, oh, no, that's a prediction. But I think it'll be interesting to see how the the friendships and the romantic relationships change change and get stressed and all that good stuff. So I'm 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 loving it. But we know that Ainsley had this birthday party that was Rom-com movie themed. Which is genius. Yeah, I love it. I loved it. I love that they're doing like a rom-com within a rom-com within a rom-com within Like there's, like it's the whole Shakespeare play within a play thing. Like I love that they're making fun of rom-coms while doing a rom-com and I, I, well, that, wonderful. That's a way for production to draw us in too. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was so cute. Um, you know, it gave me an idea. I was like, oh, I'm turning 30 next year. Maybe I'll, you know, yeah. break out a yeah, party for my 30th birthday bash. So, yeah, I thought it was so cute. Okay, so, since we're talking about the 30th birthday bash that Ainsley had that was rom-com themed, we're going to do our top three segment about that. What were our favorite rom-com movie costumes from the party? Mine was Gemma. It was Gemma, mm-hmm. dressed as Rachel Chu from Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. The scene, the wedding scene where she walks down. Yes. Iconic. There, there she is. Yeah. And when we first saw it, we were like, wait, why do we know that dress? Mm-hmm. What's that dress yeah. from? So, and she, and it was a perfect, yeah, a perfect facsimile. So. Yeah. And I was like, only a wealthy person could perfectly, you know, make up that dress. It's a very expensive dress yeah. in real life. Which so. is ironic because Rachel Chu is not filthy rich. Yeah. She's not. But then I wonder if Gemma, like, I would love it. I, I feel like the backstory that Gemma has about that dress is that it's the actual dress that, that Rachel wore in the movie. Hmm. 
I don't know. That's just, that I just made that sense. up. I just made that up. That yeah. would make sense for her character, yeah. definitely. Okay, Marielle, what is your favorite? Um, Mine was definitely Maya dressed as Monica from Love and Basketball. I just thought that was so iconic, especially because I feel like that movie is like, just so huge, yeah. and it's been almost twenty years since it came out. Oh my God, I'm so and old. she looked just even to like the slick back pon- she basketball did. pony. She po- yeah, she like rocked it all. Um, Look yeah, how young Sinai Lathan looks I in know. that picture. <laughs> so Whoa. young. Yeah, and I was surprised no one got it. it was, maybe because it's London. Because it was that that movie was a huge thing for mm-hmm. African Americans yes. in this country, and so. Uh, I I didn't know why no one got it either. I knew instantly yeah, who like, she was. And, yeah. So I in one of my favorite movies that I'm gonna have to rewatch this weekend. Um, what did we? Th- so my favorite, my top, my top one was um, from Say Anything when Duffy was dressed as Lloyd, so Lloyd cute. Dobler yes. from Say Anything. That is one of the best movies, John Hughes movies ever. Mm-hmm. It is a classic. You got you got John Cusack standing outside with the boombox playing In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel to win the woman. Yes. And I love that Duffy was doing the, the exact same thing. Yeah, and he walked in with the boombox like right here. I know. And he was if she had just walked outside, her heart would have melted. Uh-huh. Like uh. But she stood him up. He said, Do you want to go outside and talk? And she stood him up <laughs> and he waited for her. Oh, I banged right. the table. Poor Duffy. <laughs> I feel like he's going to get his heart broken. He said he had his own party out back. Yeah. <laughs> him in the boombox. Him in the boombox. Bless, bless Duffy's <laughs> We love you, Duffy. We love mm-hmm. him. All right. I also loved, um, I love just honor, honor, honorary mention. Uh, coming to America, Craig's costume yes. was really good. We saw some Clueless in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, Ella Enchanted, Zorro. Yeah, like everything. There were some good costumes there. And they were all spot on, not like homemade costumes. Right. These are clearly like we invested Mm -hmm. in having the correct look for this party. Agree. That was like, you know, you that's when you get to the level where your friends got money Mm -hmm. and you can have a good party. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's that thirties life. That's that that's that someday and I'm not in my thirties, so that's that's one of those lives. Yeah, man. All right, let's talk about Wedding. Guys. Where do we start? Yeah. Where do we start? What so a let's, mess. <laughs> let's start with Maya before she even leaves for the wedding. So Maya's back in New York. She's mm-hmm. now the communications person, the Olivia Pope for Senator Ted, who who won his election, is now a senator. And she gets to make the announcement that his wedding, his marriage is ending, and she thinks it's ending because of her. And then we find out that he had an affair with some little intern. No, it was a dog walker. A dog walker. Not even. It was a family dog walker. Mm -hmm. But even before that, didn't... It said that... I can't even think about it, because she didn't know that he had cheated Mm -hmm. yet. But then he walked in and they were super happy together. Remember so, that? Yes. So, yeah, like, so, like, yeah, that no. That was the right, chain of exactly. events. He walked in and they were so excited. Right. And, and she was then, like, yeah. And that's when she said, I didn't think you'd ever yes. do it. 
And she said, we have the rest of our lives for you to, for my friends to like you. Mm-hmm. And then did you see his face? I saw his face. Yeah. He had a face. Yeah, that that's why I got like, confused eh. for a second. I'm like, this guy, there's something up his sleeve mm-hmm. that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that basically the cliches upon cliches upon cliches is, I think, going to be my favorite part of this show. So, because... <laughs> Because the whole, the dog walker, mm-hmm. whatever, a senator having an affair with somebody on his staff. Who's like 19. Right. You it know, only makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It makes perfect sense. So she gets on a flight to London. What I loved is that we saw that her life has stepped up a little bit because now she's flying first, first class. First class. <laughs> okay. Yes. Room. But she's devastated. <laughs> But we do see that she took Cash's advice and put the pink ribbon on her black suitcase. Yeah, that was cute. And he also had a moment that comes over later on where he's like, oh, I finally watched Mamma Mia. Yes. So they clearly were thinking of each other. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about this. At the party. Oh, yes. Maya meets Ainsley's boyfriend, who is... Cash, Cash with a K. Oh. Cash with a K. Y'all. And then, w- what was her her great line? Um, Ryan Gosling dipped in caramel. In caramel. And yeah. then when they were confronted to one another, she said, "Oh no, I said Ryan Gosling. He's an he's an Amer- American actor with average looks." <laughs> so that was like I feel like the show is so funny. Um, that just seems like the most awkward thing to me in life to oh be like, God. "Oh, I really like this guy. I thought he was cute." And then you go into a party and you see that it's your best friend's boyfriend. Oh my god! It's what like, are the chances? Ah. It's just very what uncomfortable. Are the and then I'm also wondering about Ainsley. Like, did she not see? I don't know. Feel the like, vibe. Feel the did she vibe? feel the vibe? I right? Know. I don't know. I also thought it was interesting. I mean, you know, Maya. Also, Maya obviously told her that she met someone in the airport. Mm-hmm. I, would you have told your friend that this is the guy I met in the airport? Like, would you have said something? When they were confronted? Know. When they met at the party. Like, even if it was the next day, would no. you have said? I, I don't think she think was so, so caught off guard that, no. I wouldn't want to plant any ideas in, like, my friend's head that, like, I want to scheme on her man or anything. So I'm, I'm probably keeping it to myself. I you think. know what this is like? It's like the wedding planner with Jennifer Lopez. It's that yes. scene when they're dancing, the yes. ballroom dancing. Absolutely, that's mm-hmm. a, that's what that was. Oh, the rom comedy ishness of it <laughs> all. Yes, I'm actually pretty proud of myself. You are, yeah, that's Eric. impressive. Yeah, good job, Eric. Somebody raised him right. He knows his rom com <laughs> references. I like. Thank it. you, Mama. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I actually would have told her. I would have said, mm. I would have said, right oh my, then and there? not not right then and there, but the next day, like while we were having some alone time. And and I would have said, look, I think Cash is amazing, and it's a huge coincidence. I don't know how to explain it, but he was the guy I met. And I'm telling you because, you know, you're my girl, and I want to just make sure that everything's above board and transparent. Which That's that fair. could have prevented, and we haven't gotten to the actual ceremony part. Let's so get that. there. Let's get there. <laughs> okay. So, we're at the ceremony. First of all, Gemma has redesigned her dress. She's a hot mess. And <laughs> it looks good, though. And it's beautiful. On her line when she was getting t- sewn and tied up, and she said, right. I can breathe when I die. Right. Tighter. Yeah. Right. Tighter, tighter. Yeah, Gemma's my you favorite gotta, character. You gotta so love her. Yeah, I love it. So, so, and then we see that Maya is trying to remember, trying to go over the scripture that she's going to read. Now, this was annoying to me. 
I have a Master's of Divinity degree. I am trained in ministry. That First Corinthians scripture is so common. And they were in a church. Why couldn't she pick up a Bible? Was I not sitting on the couch saying, You were. Pick up a Bible. <laughs> you in a church. It's a Bible right behind you. I don't understand. Yeah, I feel like there's lots of ways she could have went around that. Like, maybe, oh, it's on her phone. You know, something. Right. Just on a Google. Like, something. Just to read it. Um, yeah. But then we would have gotten her great lines. Yes. Like, Gangster's Paradise <laughs> mixed with the Bible. Thank you. Thank you, Val. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so that was, you're right, you're right. They, we needed the setup so mm-hmm. that we could enjoy her wonderful, her wonderful thing. But she bombed after Gemma's surprise uh, number, Stevie Wonder cover, with uh, Emil Sand. Sunday. I I don't know how to say her name, but I I have her music on my phone. But I don't remember how to say her name. I was super excited that Emil Sunday was on there. Yeah. um, Because I love her. That was one of those Mm. moments where you're like, how do I follow up to that? Right. Yeah. I love, even the minister was like, that was great. Follow, yeah. I will say though, if I were the bride, I think I would be a little like, "Hey, this wasn't planned in the wedding." I don't know. Maybe I'm just too type A, but I'd be like, "This is." Uh, oh, are you a little bridezilla-ish? You, you, you I, I don't know. I think I would have. Like, I've never been a bride, so I don't know. But I could just see myself being like, "Wait a minute! Like, we have to get this right. has to go on a certain schedule." So I don't know, but. Clearly, Ainsley loved it, so that's what I feel like if Gemma had started singing and it was terrible. Mm-hmm. We would, you know, she would catch hands. Yeah. But the fact that it was good, and that, you know, and that a star shows up to finish the song, you got to give it to Gemma. Yeah, it's she, over she top, went over above the top, and beyond. But it was she good. Did. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know. And then, oh, we didn't talk about the fact that Maya walked into uh, yes. Cash's room while he was getting, you know, changed. Well, I mean, he wasn't naked, but getting prepared to go on. His tie, mm-hmm. and of course, she fixed his tie. Of course, mm-hmm. another yeah. cliche. But that is when I knew that the wedding was going to... Really? Really? Yes. yes. Interesting. I did not know Me that. Oh, yeah. Did you, yo, no. wow. Yeah, I... Okay, well, one thing I did like about it is he, that... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, um, I felt like Maya was really good at keeping the boundary. You know, like, she, yes. she seemed to be very friendly. No, yes. like, ulterior motives or anything. Even fixing his tie, I think he felt like... Away, but I think she did it purely as a friend. Yeah. Um. So one, that's one thing I did appreciate about yeah. the, that interaction. But after she tied his tie and she walked out, he said the f word. Was like, you know, damn. Yeah. He likes so, her. That's, how, that's when I knew. He likes so her. So you think? Because I thought that he uh, honestly, I don't know why I didn't make this connection. That's why he ended. He stopped the wedding. I, in my mind, I was like, well, maybe he just knows he's not that into Ainsley. But it's not. He just found out that Maya broke up with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. and that's why he stopped the wedding. I think it's because a mixture. He's into Maya. Yeah, I, I think, think it's both. Yeah, yeah, I think it's both. Like I feel like he knows that Ainsley's not the one, and he also just found out that Maya is now single, and so you mix those two things together, and you leave somebody at the altar. I guess. <laughs> oh, I mean, and even the way that he did that. First of all, the wedding happened in a church. Cash comes from a Muslim family. And his dad said, I wish you were marrying someone Muslim. Mm-hmm. But if you're happy, I'm happy. Loved his dad. He might be my second favorite character in the show so far. What did we think? I felt like that moment where we find out that, and I don't know why I didn't realize, you know, he's Pakistani. I could have 
assumed he was Muslim. But, like, that moment when there was that, that when his dad said that, made me go, oh, well, then why are they having the, in a church? Like, why wouldn't they have, like, an interfaith? But, again, I'm a religion geek. So, to me, that looked like a place where their relationship was not... Instinct. On the same page. Yeah. Mm, so interesting. Yeah. So I'm, 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 and then when he left her at the altar, like the way. Yeah, that's messed up. I'm. I mean, I loved Cash throughout the episode, but it's really hard to come back from leaving someone at the altar because that means that you felt doubts for a while. Yeah. Yes. Do you guys watch Grey's Anatomy? No. Yeah, okay. I have. There's an episode that's identical mm-hmm. to that. With April yeah, and, and then they run off together. Yep. And it's like. Come on, at least the night before, right. a week before. Like, literally the moment you're supposed to say, I do, that's when you're like, actually, this isn't working out. Right. I, don't, I mean, like, how? how? And, and the way that he did it, where he's like, can I talk he's, to you? he's like, yo, can I talk to you? I'd really like to talk to you. And then the, the minister says, will you yeah. or, or, or do you? And he goes, I guess I don't. Ew. Yeah, yeah that was real. Like, I, I know he had to do it because right. of the whole Maya thing, but... For me as a viewer, it makes me not like his character as much because it's just like, come on, that's a messed up way to do it. I agree. Like, how do you get... Because I loved Cash from the beginning, mm-hmm. but that made him... Like, in my in my mind, I, you know, he diminished in my, in my evaluation of him. And so I don't know how they're going to get me back to being on Team Cash. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think next week we'll see, because we didn't get to really see Maya's reaction to when he says, I don't. We right. saw, like, a snippet, but I do want to see her face. So while we're we're in that, why don't we move on to predictions? Are we not doing predictions anymore? Um, but it, no. let's do predictions. Yeah, let's do predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I got a quick, a quick, a quick uh, prediction, and it's kind of a generalization of a prediction. I think that Gemma is going to be not so wealthy. Ooh. Interesting. She's perpetrating a fraud. Mm-hmm. Maybe She has a front so. arm. Oh. Yeah. I, I see like you, that. Gemma. I see I what like you're doing. I liked Gemma and her whole family, so I feel like I feel like her husband's ridiculous, her kid's ridiculous. I cannot wait to see more mm-hmm. of them, and I would love that kind of complication for them. Yeah. 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 Or maybe they lose it all. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, they come for money, and then something happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, predictions. I think Maya and Cash are going to end up together in the end. I mean, come on. I'm like that's you. Yeah, that's how the rom-coms go. But I don't see how when he left your best friend at the altar. I don't know how that trajectory is going to go, but I do think they'll be together. Um, and then I also feel like Craig and his girlfriend are going to have some issues with the whole daughter oh, thing. Yeah. Is that his daughter? You know, how does he figure that whole thing out? Um... And I do, I see a, um, what's the word? I want to say threesome, but that's not it. Love triangle. <laughs> Love triangle. Yes. Between Maya, Duffy, and Cash at yeah. some point. Very, Ooh. like I said, very pretty in pink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign on the love triangle. <laughs> I think that Zara, who was Craig's girlfriend, she found the necklace, the necklace from Tiffany. Because Craig, you know, good for him. Um, (laughs) But I think that she's going to see it. She sees the M. I think she's going to assume it's Maya. Yes, yes. I thought that too. And they're going to have... So that's going to be tension. I'm interested to know 
what that will mean for like Duffy and Craig's friendship, what it'll mean for Duffy and Maya's, like Duffy's feelings for Maya. Because it was interesting that Maya was the one friend that Craig decided to tell about the potential child. Yes. So I'm wondering, like, are they closer than other people? You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like there's something interesting that's going to be happening there. And I I think the love triangle is going to be awesome, but I think that Maya's going to try it with Duff. Like, she's going to, they're going to have a kiss or something, Mm -hmm. but then she's going to realize, no, I really want cash or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, I could see that happening, definitely. I, I think, I really think the writers did an amazing job of leaving us viewers wondering and thinking and that's that's the objective here is to make us want to watch more and think what's going to happen with all these characters so yeah i agree and there are so many wonderful rom-com tropes to play with i'm super looking forward to like finding to, to to continuing to pull them out and also to see like how they turn on their head like i feel like maybe maybe we'll see some new i hope we'll see some new rom-com twist that we never saw before. Yeah. Like that'd, that'd be kind of cool. Something new and original. And I wanted to add one more. I think that Ainsley is going to find a great love. Because I can only see her being okay with Cash and Maya if she finds like a great love of her own. And she's like, actually, I didn't really love this guy. Yeah. So yeah, I think she's going to find like the one before season one is up. Wouldn't it be awesome if Ainsley's great love is Gemma? Oh my gosh! Okay, scandalous. But she's married. No, no more like a total dweeb. No more mistresses. (laughs) (laughs) One's enough. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's going to be good stuff coming (laughs) up. I am super excited about the uh, four weddings and a funeral show on Hulu. We will be back here next Wednesday, right, at mm-hmm. 7. Was that time we started? Mm-hmm. Where can folks find you, Eric? You guys can follow me on all social platforms at Eric Sinsley. Hey, guys. You can follow me on all social media at Mario underscore Turner. And you can find me at Nikki Bailey underscore. We cannot wait to see you next week to talk about episode two, episode two of Four Weddings and a Funeral. See you then. Have a great week. Good night, guys. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.